Organize yourselves. Prepare every needful thing. And establish a house, even a house of prayer, a house of fasting, a house of faith, a house of learning, a house of glory, a house of order, a house of God. In a very real sense, we are builders of eternal houses. Welcome to Creator Homemaking. This podcast is dedicated to helping women create Christ-centered homes and lives. We hope you'll join us on this journey. All right. Welcome to Creator's Homemaking this morning with Emily and Kirsten. Uh, we're excited to have you here with us for episode nine. Today we're going to talk about journaling and some different aspects that go with journaling and we're excited to share this with you as this is something that both of us have done in the past a lot better than we probably do now but um, has been part of our life for a long time. Yeah, um, like Kirsten said, we were talking about this earlier and we both were much better I think when we were younger but um, it's something that's important to both of us um, to keep memories and to keep important details in our lives and so we hope that something we say today will help you out yeah I read a quote well it was actually a part of a talk given um, by Emily Smith in January of 2020. And she said, keeping a journal is an activity that releases stress, helps you organize your thoughts and clears away clutter from your mind. And when I read that, I thought, man, maybe I should be doing it more to <laughs> clear all that clutter away from my mind and organize my thoughts. Cause sometimes I feel like everything up in my head is a jumbled mess. <laughs> yeah. I've heard it say, you know, keep a, notebook by your bed and you know before you go to bed make a list of things that are bothering you and then put them away for the night and um I haven't tried it yet but I probably should <laughs> I have tried to just you know okay these are the things that are bothering me I can't do anything about it right now so you know let it go and yeah yeah, and, yeah. Well, and I think that's kind of, in a way, a type of a journal. Just, you know, even if it's a couple of words for each thing, it lets you remember what was going on, look back on them. Yeah, I agree. Um, as I was preparing for this, I just got thinking about different ways you could keep a journal or different types, maybe. And, uh, you know, you've heard it talked about gratitude journals, and even that um, can be a way to record some things, and it changes depending on what's going on in your life, what things you're grateful for. Obviously, there's a regular journal. Um, I found a talk from President Eyring, and it was clear back in October of 2007. It seemed to me that it was more recent than that, but yeah. 
he tells a story of his grandfather helping them. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, and one night when he got home, he passed his grandpa and he got this feeling in his mind, you know, I'm not giving you these experiences for yourself, write them down. And uh, then he talks about from that on every night he would ask, have I seen the hand of God reaching out to touch us or our children or our family today? And he said, more than gratitude began to grow in my heart. Testimony grew. I became ever more certain that our Heavenly Father hears and answers prayers. And uh, I just love that idea of looking for those ways that the Lord has blessed you that day. Yeah, I read that same talk. So that's kind of funny since we didn't really plan that one. But um <laughs> There was a quote in there that I really liked from part of that story. And it said, trying to remember um, has allowed God to show me what he has done for me during the day. And I just love that because I think there's so many times that we go throughout the day and we're so busy and caught up that we don't recognize the hand of the Lord in our life all the time. And so when we stop to take that few minutes... Um, and we try to remember he can show up and we can see that, oh, he was there with me today. And I think that's so important because I think sometimes we just don't look for it. And so we don't realize that it's there. Yeah, I agree. If you're not looking for those things, um, then, yeah, they're hard to get sometimes. Sometimes they're not great big grand things, but they're just little little daily things to remind you he's there yeah can i share a little thought about gratitude journals yeah um like emily said um uh, we i was and I, she said she was too a lot better keeping a journal when i was younger i bet i could probably count on one hand you know how many nights i missed and probably from the time i was 12 to the time <laughs> i was married um, and that's just been something that's hard for me to just keep up. And I always say I'm going to do good and I do good for like two days. And then I go back, I'm like, oh, I should write in it. And, um, you know, it's like six months later, but that's something I have really been trying to work on. But I did accept a challenge that we received in a release society class one time about keeping a gratitude journal and how that could change your attitude. And so I started one. I just got a separate journal. I probably have like a hundred notebooks upstairs for all these things that I. <laughs> um, so I started this gratitude journal, and really the perspective and just my whole attitude kind of changed as I kept that every night. I would just do it every night while I was putting my son to bed, and then you know I don't know something happened and I got out of the habit of it and I didn't do it, and. I was just kind of having one of those down probably a couple months, you know, where it just seemed like nothing was going right. I was having a bad attitude and I need to change my attitude. And I thought, or a thought came to me, which I know was the spirit that says, start your gratitude journal. And I thought, oh yeah. And so I went back and I picked it up and I just said a prayer to please help me to figure out how to change and have a better attitude and, 
And I started that and just, it was kind of like overnight, um, just having that prayer and starting that gratitude journal again. And I haven't been every night, but I've been at least three or four times a week doing that. And it really does just put a different perspective on, okay, I really have these things to be grateful for instead of dwelling on all of the things that I don't have or that are going wrong. I can dwell on the things that I do have and the things that are going right. And I really just... It's been a true testimony builder for me of doing that. And it's just three things every night that I'm grateful for something for that happened that day. Yeah, I think I also have a little experience with gratitude journals and hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing. (laughs) Um, Our younger brother was on a mission in 2019 and um, I emailed him every week and he you know, told me that he was really having a hard time. And, and so I suggested, you know, maybe start a gratitude journal. I'll do it with you and just, you know, write down a few things every day that you're grateful for. Cause he was having a hard time. Um, knowing why he was there and what he should be doing. And anyway, I don't know that it really helped him. I never really talked to him about it, but It did help me a ton. And honestly, I don't even know where that notebook is that I started doing that in. But uh, um, he did stick it out and stayed out there. And unfortunately, because of COVID, he was sent home. But um, hopefully that was a good experience for him and a good reminder that there is so much to be thankful for. Um, Like Kirsten said, when I was younger... I wrote in my journal like every night. I don't think I missed a night and I got mine out the other day to write in it and I hadn't written in it for like six months and I'm just like, oh, (laughs) then you know you're trying to (laughs) remember everything that happened the last six months that were important and it's so hard but um, I think it's important to try even if you're not super successful um a gentleman in our war a couple weeks ago gave me a prayer and gratitude journal and i had never really thought about keeping a prayer journal but uh as i've thought about i haven't done it yet but uh why not keep a journal of prayers what you're praying for and how those answer are answered i'm sure someday your just that would be really special to your children or grandchildren to be able to read i was also thinking about your daughter and her letters with grandma and what a special treasure that would be um for her and also maybe someday for her kids or um you know her siblings even to read some things that maybe grandma shared um um we're moving or getting ready to move and so i've been packing and i came across a box that had a bunch of letters to my husband when he was on his mission and most of them are from his dad and there's a few from his mom and i thought you know what a neat thing to have and and to see and I didn't take the time to go through very many of them, but just a couple of them to see kind of part of his life that, you know, I never knew him then. 
was kind of a fun thing and I didn't really know his dad very well. <clears throat> and um, so it was kind of a fun, fun thing to look back on, even though that's not really a journal, but those letters that were kept was kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. I that was another mention of different ways to keep journals is letters and um I have a notebook full of notes from like conference and state conference and those kinds of things and maybe someday those will be important to my kids but I have letters from grandpa when I went to college and there's not very many but just a few that I've kept and um, those are special to me every once in a while I get them out and read them um, I also wanted to mention that <laughs> protect those memories so I have a notebook that I keep my notes for this podcast in and of course I took it with me on vacation because we were doing a podcast there and I put it in a bag to bring home and somehow there was some liquid in that bag that spilled and so now like the bottom half of my notebook is ruined because it got wet <laughs> <laughs> I was looking through it today trying to figure out if I could like interpret the blurred stuff and rewrite it but I, I think it's beyond hope so I'm going to have to figure out something but so protect the, <laughs> those things so that they last and people can see them but yeah. um, I also wanted to mention that keeping a journal or record keeping is a commandment um you know, Nephi, in First Nephi 1, 1 through 3, he says, Having had a great knowledge of the goodness and the mysteries of God, therefore I make a record of my proceedings in my days. And I know that the record which I make is true, and I make it with mine own hand, and I make it according to my knowledge. And then another scripture, Mosiah twenty eight twenty. King Mosiah took the plates of brass and all the things which he had kept and conferred them upon Alma. Yea, all the records, all the interpreters, and commanded him to keep and preserve them, and also keep a record of the people, handing them down from one generation to another. And um, Wilford Woodruff talks about when um, Joseph, the prophet Joseph organized the Quorum of the Twelve, he counseled them to keep a history of their lives. And Wilford Woodruff kept a daily journal from that time till his death. And I know that journal has been super helpful in church history and um, figuring out things that had been lost because he kept such a good journal. Yeah. There's another scripture too in First Nephi that I read nine, um, three through six, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. And it says, nevertheless, I have received a commandment of the Lord that I should make these plates for a special purpose that they should be an account engraven of the ministry of my people. And he goes on to say that he's been asked to make um, other records. And then he goes on, wherefore the Lord command me that I should make these plates for a wise purpose in him, which purpose I know not, but the Lord knoweth all things from the beginning Wherefore, he prepareth a way to accomplish all his works among the children of men. And that scripture goes along with um, Joseph Smith, the story of Joseph Smith, when the plates were lost, that he was translating the records. And because Nephi, a long time before that, had made two accounts and two different 
records, two different types, we now have the Book of Mormon and it, all those things weren't totally lost. And it just made me think, though, of all the different types of records that I've tried to keep <laughs> over the year. And so like you, I have a list of things and of different types. And I have have a one journal that I keep that's just, I started it a couple of years ago, partly because I heard something, I think it was in a general conference, but I'm not going to tell you when or where or anything, because I don't remember, but talked about recording spiritual impressions that you have. And so when I've been reading my scriptures or pondering something, and I've just had some really neat thoughts, um, I've written them down in that. Um, a personal journal, just you know, like Emily and I, we've talked about, we just kept our personal journal and I've gone back and looked at some of them and it said today was hot and, you know, I would just, <laughs> you know, that was about it. <laughs> you know, pretty exciting. <laughs> but I've also um, tried, well, I haven't tried. I did do it sometimes a little bit later than others after each of my children were born to write about that experience a little bit and those feelings. Um. Because you always say, oh, this is a moment I'm never going to forget and I'm going to remember forever. And there's maybe a few, but most of the time I forget them. <laughs> and so I've really tried after that and after special events um, when my son was set apart to go on his mission and my daughter left for college and, you know, just other things that have happened throughout our life. I've really tried to, to record those. Um a couple other things I was thinking was a quotes journal. We've kept a quote wall for quite a long time of just quotes that were meaningful to us. And if we found one, we wrote it down on a piece of paper and up it went on a wall. And that's been kind of a fun thing because different things mean different, you know, things to you at different times. Um, and then my oldest daughter, um, she, you know, started those crazy emotion teen years. <laughs> it was a little before that. Maybe when she was 10 or something like that. And, and I just, you know, instead of getting mad or getting upset, I would just say, okay, go write, go write it out. Go write it in your journal. And I gave her one just to write whatever she was feeling. Get it out. And when you can relieve those, and it's kind of like that quote from earlier, that it goes away. You can write it out. You can express yourself without being destructive or, you know, yelling at somebody else or, or whatever. And so there's so many things that you can keep records and keep track of. Uh, one thing I found the other day, so sometimes you should go back and look at them, was the very first two years I put a garden in, I put how many plants I planted and what time of year and what I was able to can from them. And I thought, man, I went all the last two years trying to figure out how many plants I should plant to get how much <laughs> that from when I first started, you know, <laughs> help. So sometimes we need to, <laughs> to actually look at things that we're keeping records of, but we can keep records of so many things. I think we think of journaling and we just think of, you know, that personal thing, which is so important, but there's so many other things we can keep track of. Yeah, I agree. I I read this little story. It was in an article that I found by Susan Romney. And she talked about how it was really important for her and her husband to that her children keep journals. And we've had family home evenings where we've given notebooks out and talked about journals. And they probably wrote that one day. And then that was it. I don't know. But um, <laughs> she 
said this little part in it and she said during the day if something of consequence happens to a family member we comment about what a nice journal entry it will make <laughs> kind of reminding each other i thought that was kind of cute um i'm gonna go on but i'm gonna say something in between there i remember once that we went to a play as our whole family i think we went to les mis and I remember we just had such a fun time. At least I had a fun time. We went to dinner. It was either then or the king and I. And our grandpa came with us. And it was just such a fun day. And I remember thinking, man, wouldn't that be fun if we all wrote in our journals and we could kind of read about it a year from now? And and instead of just, you know, one of us writing about it or whatever. So I thought that was cute that they remind each other. Anyway, she goes on to say, we once issued the challenge to write daily for a week. At the next family home evening, rewarded, we rewarded all family members with a bowl of ice cream if they had made at least one entry. For two entries, we added chocolate syrup. For three entries, strawberries and so on. <laughs> what a cute idea <laughs> to get them to at least start maybe making a habit. Um, so I thought that was kind of fun because, you know, we've made those challenges. But I don't know that I've ever really followed up a week later. So I, I thought, mm, I might have to try that. Yeah, maybe I can try that. Boys always respond well to food. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, While you were talking about your daughter and having her write down, um, when my oldest son was in like fourth, fifth grade, he was really struggling, having a hard time just with friends and self-confidence and I think you gave me the idea. I found a mother and son journal and it just, you know, like asked a question and then I gave it to him and we kind of passed it back and forth. We never did finish it and I didn't do it for my other two, but I've looked at it a couple of times since then. And it's like, Oh, what a thing for me. He probably thought it was dumb. I'm sure, but (laughs) he did it. (laughs) Hopefully someday it will be meaningful to him too but um just made me think of that when you were talking about your daughter um one thing i know we've kind of talked about a lot so our mom and our other two sisters we all get together on mondays for a zoom meeting and we study different things and for the last year or so we've been studying what is it women at the pulpit And I know we've mentioned more than once how if we didn't have records of those talks, we wouldn't have that book to learn from those women. And it has been such a great learning thing for me. I've gotten so much out of reading the stories of those early sisters. Um, One in particular was Eliza R. Snow, who took detailed minutes of all the Relief Society meetings from Nauvoo and she carried those across the plains with her and because of her records we now have those minutes from those meetings and what a treasure that is yeah yeah I agree kind of when we started doing the women at the pulpit series um as our focus on our Mondays I had listened to a podcast that somebody had interviewed sister sherry do and she had mentioned how she grew up in i think kansas and the only members of the church at the time 
where she was at was, you know, her parents and her grandparents and I think her uncle or something. And when her, I don't remember if it was her mother or grandmother, I don't remember, had passed away and they were going through records and her mother had kept the minutes from primary of what songs they sang, what the lesson was. She said every once in a while there was a visitor who would have been her little brother. And, but I just thought, wow, you know, what a neat thing. And so when we started, I've really tried to keep track of our Mondays activities and they're not a church activity by any means, but of who said the prayer and who's been teaching and maybe what the less, you know, what talk we were doing and then just little impressions that I've had um, as we've been talking and discussing them. And it's really made me pay a little bit more attention to what everybody else has said because I'm trying to, you know, write some thoughts down during it. Yeah, I have not been quite so diligent at that. But I know when we took the, when we did the finance class during that meeting, I kept really good notes well not really good but kept notes and kept track of who prayed and that kind of thing and um so going back through that I've had some spiritual expression impressions that I'd kind of forgotten when I was looking through that for our finance podcast and I was like oh yeah (laughs) so it is important to go back and look at those things and like you said you found your gardening notes um just I uh went back through oh I don't know when it was the beginning of the year I think and read my journal from 2020 and I probably wrote more in that year than I'd written in the last 10 years probably (laughs) Uh, and just to see the Lord's hand in our lives that year just was so amazing to me and it really um, became a good source of strength for me because I was having a little bit of a rough time. So um, I think it's important to go back and look at those things. Uh, another thing I thought about, another way to keep a journal or to keep memories um, is just photo albums or scrapbooks. I know we've all, we've done scrapbooks for our kids, I did mine up till they were 18 months and then haven't added anything since. But I have done photo albums of different places we've been and just kind of written out a little card of, you know, where we were and when it was. And uh, so I think my kids love just going back and looking at photo albums and seeing, you know, remembering, oh, yeah, I remember this. And so I think that's another good way to keep those memories yeah I agree my kids love to go back and look at at the pictures of them when they were babies or you know a few years back even it's so funny to I don't know it's been three years ago when all of our family came to my house for Christmas and for whatever reason in the middle of summer one of those pictures just popped up on my memories on my phone and just to you know you remember those things but then to actually see the picture of it and to see how little some of them were <laughs> those fun times because uh, even though we remember them, those pictures bring back a lot of different memories that we have forgotten and 
So that's always a fun thing as pitchers. Another thing I was thinking of was like personal fam family histories. Um, as I've been packing, I found notebooks of, you know, fan uh, personal histories from my grandpa or from, you know, my great grandma or, or different things. And I've scanned through some of them. Um, I've looked at a few on family history. Um, but my son the other day that's on a mission called me and he's like, mom, I've really been studying the life of one of our ancestors. And it's been so neat and so fascinating to me to see all these things that he's done. And I just thought, oh, if we hadn't, if they hadn't kept those, you know, <laughs> and written down their journals and their memories, then we wouldn't have them to go back and look at. And when I was called as the Release Society president, I was, I had just had my seventh baby. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> and um, I just remember thinking, man, I wish I had a journal to read about my grandmother's lives that had been Release Society presidents with young kids, just to see how they did it or, you know, seeing what their lives were like, to have some guidance uh, would have been so helpful to me and so I've tried to write some of those things down so maybe in the future someday my <laughs> granddaughters that are having to do those things um, can see yeah it's hard but you can still do it and I've thought a lot about you know how did they raise their you know <laughs> how did they make it through you know <laughs> a bunch of crying toddlers um, but we all make it through anyway but it would have been fun to have read some of their thoughts and their experiences. Yeah. Um, I had a quote by President Kimball. He said, those who keep a book of remembrance are more likely to keep the Lord in remembrance in their daily lives. Journals are a way of counting our blessings and of leaving an inventory of these blessings for our posterity. And um, I just think about the world, how it's going. And I think our kids are going to need to be able to read those experiences that we've had to know that um, the Lord is there and that he blesses us. And, you know, if we've learned to recognize in our lives then that can help them learn to recognize it in their lives. Yeah, I agree. When we were together on vacation, we we kind of went all over. Emily got to go back home, but I went back to her. <laughs> out to <my> own. <laughs> she didn't really get to go home. She came to mom's every day. <laughs> but we were talking a little bit about, you know, receiving inspiration and, you know, knowing that the, hand of the Lord was in our lives every day and we may talk about that later on but it just left me with lots of thoughts as I was driving home over the next three days on um on just the beginning of my life and then how the hand of the Lord was um in my life as I chose my husband and so I've raised my kids and 
how so many things had to be orchestrated even before I was on this earth to make those things possible. Uh, And we were still given our agency to choose different things, but reminiscing and writing down um, in my journal and talking to others has really brought the last week or so to my mind, really looking for the, or recognizing um, the Lord in my life every single day. And if we didn't have those things to write it down, or if I didn't take the time to write it down, then those will fade and nobody else will get to, to see them, to see how the Lord was in their life as well, not only in just mine. Yeah, I think it's um, so important to write those down because, yeah, you think, oh, yeah, I'll remember. And, of course, you don't. And then you go back and reread. It's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. um, Write it down. Well, and it can help you to remember the spirit that you felt when you had it to reread it. And to have that spiritual experience again. Yeah, I agree. I have one final quote I'd like to share. This is from John H. Groberg. He says, there is something eternal in the very nature of writing, as is so graphically illustrated by the scriptures themselves. In a very real sense, our properly written histories are a very important part of our family scripture and become a great source of spiritual strength to us and to our posterity. And I just love that thought of our family scripture. And really that's what the scriptures are, is records that were kept. And, you know, those notes and journals and thoughts that we put down and record will become like scripture to our posterity. And I just think that is such a wonderful blessing and how grateful I am that the Lord has given us this commandment and that it can be a blessing to our future generations. And I'm grateful for those who have written down their thoughts and feelings and the events of their lives previously so that we would know them and have them to pass on to our children. We're grateful for you guys joining us today, and we hope to see you next time.